Hello again, wrestling fans. It is Thursday night, and it is time for another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. My name is Sean, coming to you from London, Ontario, Canada, and you are hopefully joining us live on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Here we got an open house drop-in show, so check out our Facebook page and find the link of how you can drop into the show and be a part of it. And uh, we got uh, stuff to talk about. There's breaking news involving the um, releases that happened today. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on in that regards. Plus, uh, last time I left you, we uh, talked about WrestleMania uh, week and saw the uh, Hall of Fame and also uh, NXT. And uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, just somebody uh, sent me a message, Stephen. Uh, unfortunately is not going to be with us uh, still dealing with uh, some family issues um, once again our condolences out to him at this time with the loss of his grandmother uh, but yeah so we talked about the uh, NXT uh, takeover uh, double show that was going on and I believe we even got through uh, Smackdown as it led to Wrestlemania so we're going to pick up where we left off with Wrestlemania uh, results once again, as I said, if you uh, go to our Facebook page, you're going to end up finding a link if you'd like to drop in and uh, discuss any of the uh, releases that happen. You can also uh, just type in the uh, comment section and I'll uh, share along the way as well. So either way you want to do it, if you want to be part of the show, uh, we're going to try a drop-in session tonight. I am flying solo, and it's always better when somebody else is on the other end, and we can uh, banter a bit. But, uh, yeah, just a reminder that we are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network and also the Ontario Indie uh, Podcasting Network here in Ontario. So we got the UK, we got Ontario, we uh, got sharing in Montreal and stuff like that. We're going to be all over the place as much as we can, and there's always going to be ways of finding us Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, if you're not joining us live or can't stay for the whole show, and you can join in later on. I see we have a few viewers here, so uh, feel free to uh, send me a comment, and we will uh, include you in tonight's show. Now, as I said, we left you with everything WrestleMania, but the breaking news today was releases, and I got WD.com up. And it really doesn't go right to any news uh, type deal. So I'm actually getting more of it from links that people are finally sharing. And it's probably being uh, shared on uh, Twitch, or sorry, Twitter and Instagram e easier than going to the, the network. But now there is 10 uh, talent that have been released. Uh, last year at this time, there was a uh, mass release. That's where we saw people like uh, Drake Maverick, uh, Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, uh, Rusev and a whole bunch of others uh, released. Jack Maverick did get to stay, but others got released along the way, and they also furloughed uh, some writers, and they've uh, been able to come back, or should I say, uh, producers, uh, talent, whatever. Uh, they're called agents uh, for matches such as uh, Hurricane Helms, and uh, others have been uh, brought back along the way. But today was another round of releases, and looking at some of the list, I'm a little surprised at some of them, but at the same time, I'm looking at it and going, maybe they asked for their release because I've seen 
different uh, Twitter posts and uh, comments uh, along the way for over the last while of these uh, talent wanting to uh, go and they feel that they have not been treated so well. Now, that's understandable. And if you're working for a company that's just going to have you sit on the sidelines, you know, eventually enough is enough and you want to go. Uh, I've even seen uh, people like Buddy Murphy uh, post stuff. He has yet to be announced, but the people who have been announced, probably the biggest name and surprise on the list, Samoa Joe. Now, he had just finished commentating WrestleMania with uh, Michael Cole all last uh, weekend. And so that comes as a surprise. They were using him really well as a commentator, but had just removed him this past Monday from Raw. So I was wondering if he was going to be coming back to the ring. But I guess maybe WD feels he's a little too injury prone and he wants to get back in the ring and uh, actually do uh, some uh, wrestling. And so, once again, he could have asked for his release. But Samoa Joe is gone from WWE, has a 90-day no-compete clause. But where he will show up, who knows? Where would you like to see him show up? Uh, We have a comment over here. We'll see if... um, Okay, that's a comment about the uh, Stone Cold special. We will talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Right now, we're talking about releases. Other releases included... Wesley Blake, former NXT Tag Team Champion, and, well, after he got brought up to the main roster, a lot of things happened with his tag team partners that caused uh, him to go nowhere really fast. And I would actually put him back with uh, Buddy Murphy, but who knows? Not being used and time for move on. Bo Dallas is another one. He's been sitting around on the uh, farm, apparently, uh, that him and... Uh, which kind of surprised me a few weeks ago when I read it, Liv Morgan um, have together. And he has not been used in the longest time. People thought he was the uh, fiend uh, in the crispy uh, mask and everything and not uh, uh, Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt uh, doing that. And with everything that happened with Alexa Bliss uh, recently and parting with uh, the fiend as it looks uh, to happen uh, this past Monday, uh, she could have brought in somebody like a uh, Bo Dallas to counter uh, Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, and could have had brother versus brother uh, thing going on with that. Uh, that definitely is not happening now. So we'll see where that part's going. But there's also talk that Alistair Black has not been released as of uh, the moment that I'm talking right now at 8:08. Others on the list include Kalisto. He's been outspoken about wanting to be used. Uh, he, We did see him on Friday as part of that battle royal, the Andre the Giant battle royal, but unceremoniously was dumped out, I believe also by his uh, former tag team partners in the Lucha House Party. So Kalisto is gone. Where he could end up going, who knows? Uh, a lot of people are speculating online. AEW's going to pick up a lot of these guys. But, you know, you have somebody like... Bo Dallas, maybe he's doing stuff away from wrestling, realizing that it's not uh, his full dream at the moment. Uh, Samoa Joe going to maybe AEW, could go uh, back to Impact, ROH, who knows? There's so many uh, places for Joe to go. Kalisto could end up going MLW, or even the uh, rebirth of uh, 
Okay, somebody else making a comment uh, on a different thing. My apologies for the distraction. Uh, Kaliso could also end up in a uh, rebirth of Lucha Underground. And so uh, we'll see what happens with that. Now, kind of surprising considering she was on uh, WrestleMania teaming with Carmella, but Billy Kay is now gone. Uh, she made the travel all the way from the, uh, from Australia to come to North America to live her dream. And I don't know if it was lack of development or uh, that was all character that was going on with her. But, she, you know, she still appeared really green. I would hope it was more character uh, driven than actually her uh, ability. And then you have Peyton Royce, the other half of the Iconics. I didn't agree with them uh, breaking them up uh, when it happened almost a year ago. And then she had this impassioned uh, promo on uh, Raw Talk. And I don't know if they took it uh, one way or the other uh, because she was just like, uh, she's willing, to, ready to go. She wants to get in there, wants to fight, let her go and do what she uh, can do. And she kept mentioning about flying all the way from Australia to live her dream here in North America. Now, did she mean let me go and take my talent elsewhere or just open the gate and let me get in there? Because she had an amazing match with Asuka recently. Um, and you could tell that she could really go. Uh, as far as her uh, pr prospects go, I could see her going to uh, potentially uh, AEW because her husband, Sean Spears, is there and part of Pinnacle. And, you know, Pinnacle could uh, need a female uh, part of their uh, act going on. So we'll see where Peyton Royce ends up in 90 days. Mickey James, she is another one who also wanted to let her wrestle. And we saw her doing commentary on the pre-shows for uh, NXT Stand and Deliver this past weekend, or last week at this time. She's not being used for a long while. Uh, she could easily go to do her music career, but if she wants to work, she could end up working with her husband, over in the NWA. The NWA did lose a lot of women over the last while during their shutdown and got dispersed everywhere. So who knows how many women Billy Corgan has under his uh, contracts right now. So we'll see uh, what goes on on that. And I could see McKee showing up there. And Molina's over there potentially still too. And then the other one that surprised me was Chelsea Green. She was down in NXT for the longest time. Tried a couple times to make her debut. Um, apparently got injured, if I recall right, on her NXT debut. Then finally got up to uh, SmackDown, and she was supposed to win that match, and I believe it was to get into the Survivor Series, and she ended up breaking her wrist. Plagued with injuries, uh, could be the tag put on her, and that's uh, really sad because... Uh, our first appearance of her, trained by Lance Storm in Calgary, uh, was as Daniel Bryan's therapist. And then she left and became a talent and was trained. And we saw her a lot on uh, Impact Wrestling and also over on uh, AEW a couple times. So won't surprise me if she's in Impact because her husband, her fiance at this point, Matt Cardona, is uh, over there on impact 
So a lot of disbursement. And then we kind of joked with people saying, of all these uh, people released, Mojo Raleigh still has a job. Spoke too soon. Because just before I came here on line, saw that Mojo Raleigh has been let go too. So that didn't surprise me. It surprised me more that he was still around. But uh, we'll see what happens with everybody on that line. So, uh, just looking at results from WrestleMania 37. Uh, first night was on Saturday. And uh, it was in a rain delay. I have to honestly admit, I felt a little choked up seeing the original couple minutes of Saturday with uh, Vince there and all the talent and the rest of the family around him and just how he welcomed everybody back and said, and welcome to WrestleMania in his uh, kind of raspy uh, old man voice. But still, it was awesome to see uh, that moment uh, and him doing that. And then as America the Beautiful was being played, and you see the talent uh, crying, including Rhea Ripley, who we found out had looked at Edge, and he gave her like a wink and a nod, and she just lost it, and fans were saying, you got this. And yeah, just to see the emotion of uh, the talent and seeing the fans there. Yeah, as Chad's saying, it's nice to see the fans there. Uh, depending on what you're um, listening to, whether it's WD or Uncle Dave Meltzer, uh, night one had anywhere between, I believe, 15,000 and 25,000. And night number two, or sorry, reverse that, 11,000 on night number one, night number two with uh, 15,000, uh, if you believe Uncle Dave, or uh, 25,000 plus uh, each night, according to WD numbers. They have been known to uh, change some numbers around, so who knows. But I didn't see a lot of social distancing. I did see a couple of videos uh, put up where there was cardboard uh, people beside people in the stands. But I'm not sure how it was social distanced on the floor. I guess my wife was kind of uh, thrown off by that whole scene and really couldn't uh, stand looking at it. I'm just like, hey, remember, this is the USA. And that's the reason why they can do some craziness and have that many people and that close with or without masks. So, yeah, I just really enjoyed uh, seeing that opening. And then we got into the uh, main show, and people were kind of surprised, but I think I called it uh, before that Bobby Lashley uh, was going to defend the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Uh, they went back and forth, hard-hitting match, went about 18-ish minutes, and to our kind of surprise, because I thought it was going to be Drew McIntyre, but uh, Bobby Lashley ended up retaining and took out Drew McIntyre with the Hurt Lock. And so a world title match got decided with a full Nelson, of all things. Uh, I heard a couple of scenarios, I believe it was Jim Cornette, of how they could have really built it up as a extreme weapon and made it uh, meaningful. But, you know, everybody has their own... Uh, directions and ideas of what's going on with that also on uh, wrestlemania then was uh well actually before all that gotta rewind a slip but we had a 25 minute rain delay 
And you got to see some of the talent uh, shine who knew how to cut a promo without it being written uh, because they were just doing a lot of improv uh, there. Kevin Owens was probably the best one at it. And then they sent out Titus O'Neil and Hogan, and people were booing Hogan every time he opened his mouth, cheering Titus. It just really was an awkward dynamic between the two as well. Titus didn't look like he wanted to be there beside Hogan. Still a lot of residual stuff over the Hogan uh, incident, shall we say, with uh, how they, yeah, just the words he used to describe people. Uh, I'm not going to get into it too deep on here, but it was just really awkward. Uh, then we had the uh, turmoil match with uh, the tag team turmoil. The first uh, team out was Naomi and Lana. They took on Billy Kay and Carmella, who picked up the victory with a pin in about two and a half minutes. Uh, thanks for coming out, Lana and Naomi. Lana even had Rusev or Miro uh, and her dad uh, in attendance watching. Uh, then out came Billy, uh, or the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. They took out Billy Kay and uh, Carmella. And then Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose came out. And, oops, uh, Mandy ended up slipping on the um, rampway that was uh, wet. And, uh, yeah, she got up really quickly. Yeah, wrestlers were really into it with more energy. Uh, I think uh, also some of the talent might have... Uh, Felt a little awkward uh, performing in somebody in front of people in a year. So there's a little bit of ring rust of how to be in front of people and the excitement of WrestleMania. But yeah, Mandy Rose ended up slipping. We had uh, mal, uh, wardrobe malformi- uh, malfunctions uh, with uh, Carmella and also uh, Dana Brooke, possibly Mandy Rose as well, but uh, definitely uh, Carmella and Dana. Had some issues with their uh, ring gear, but they got taken out, and uh, it was an awkward uh, announcement also by the announcer saying that the Riot Squad had been eliminated and it wasn't, but then out came the last team, Italian and Tamina, and they ended up winning uh, the match to go against uh, Naya and Shayna the next night. Then one of the better matches of the uh, whole weekend, Cesaro ended up getting a victory finally over Seth Rollins, uh, his first WrestleMania victory other than the uh, Andre Battle Royal. But a lot of his matches have always been tag teams and the Battle Royals. This is his first one-on-one match, which was like, great. AJ Styles against and almost against the New Day for the Raw Tag Team titles. It almost looked like New Day was the heels here where they were blocking AJ from tagging almost but then almost just destroyed them. Rest in peace, New Day. And uh, they are the new tag team champions, AJ Styles, and almost are making AJ a Grand Slam champion. Braun Strowman ended up being Shane McMahon in Steel Cage. Shane tried to have interference by Riker and Elias, but that didn't help. And then um, at one point, Braun tore open the cage to bring Shane back in as he was leaving. And then power slammed him. Also, after tossing him off the top of the cage, so 51-year-old Shane McMahon taking huge bumps still. Bad Bunny took the majority of the match uh, and beat, along with his tag team partner Damian Priest, Miz and Morrison. I think Miz and Morrison gave way too much to uh, Bad Bunny, but 
Biden hits the celebrity, and he actually did put in the time to learn at the Performance Center. Gotta give him credit for that. Probably one of the better uh, celebrity involvements ever, but they could have done more with Damien Priest heating up uh, and getting at Ms. Morrison and then get Bad Bunny in there to get the victory. I would have been okay with that. And the main event of the evening saw Bianca Belair and Sasha uh, go at it for the SmackDown title, and we have a new uh, SmackDown Women's Champion in Bianca Belair, and there was a lot of emotion in that uh, you see before the match, and even uh, fan footage of Sasha after the match, and uh, Montez Ford coming out and celebrating with his wife, Bianca Belair. Really good. Uh, Sasha is now still undefeated, or winless, should I say, at WrestleMania 0-6, the reverse Undertaker, but I don't think anybody's going to care about her record in that regards when she's putting on really good uh, matches uh, every year. So uh, congratulations to Bianca Belair and her uh, victory. Then night number two started without a rain delay and uh, Hogan and Titus coming out in pirate gear. Uh, our friend Chris Jones even uh, compared uh, Hogan's get up to uh, the older Ronald McDonald's uh, land pirate character that they had. Uh, you can check out our page on that one. Randy Orton surprisingly defeated the Fiend in no time flat. Uh, it was like less than six minutes. Uh, Alexa Bliss did the Jack and Box thing. Bray Wyatt's dropped a lot of weight. I wasn't even sure it was him myself. And then Alexa came popping out of the Jack and Box with ooze coming out of her and distracted the Fiend, and Randy picked up the victory. Not sure if uh, he needed that victory. I would have uh, definitely gotten the Fiend over because uh, he's lost every other time. And it's kind of a waste of this character. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler uh, end up retaining their tag team titles against Nia, Natalia, and Tamina uh, with a t- uh, submission. This one about 15 minutes. And it was kind of hard to watch when it was too heel tag teams against each other. Uh, the fans were, though, getting behind Tamina for her change, and uh, people were chanting for her, so they got to play babyface, I guess, for a short bit of time. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, thankfully, were not uh, interfered with with Logan Paul, who was at ringside, the guest of Sami Zayn. Uh, Paul just watched from ringside uh, one of the seats. Uh, basically, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn got to live their dream but they stuffed a 20-minute match into a 10-minute match. They got everything that they would normally do compressed into that a little bit of time with Kevin Owens picking up the victory on that. Uh, Sheamus surprisingly took the United States Championship away from Riddle. Uh, there was a little bit of a slip when uh, Sheamus tried to do white noise off the top turnbuckle and slipped. He didn't drop Riddle and just uh, hit the move anyways, and they kept on going uh, like nothing happened. And the finish came when Riddle tried to flip off the uh, rope and got kicked right in the face. His mouth was bleeding at the end, and we have a new U.S. champion. I guess uh, Sheamus kind of uh, earned it over the last while with the way his uh, matches have been, especially with uh, Drew McIntyre. So congratulations to Sheamus. And Riddle also wasn't supposed to be the champion anyways. It was supposed to be Keith Lee back at Elimination Chamber. So, uh... Then we saw Apollo Crews and Big E go at it in a Nigerian drum fight that did not have a single drum used. There were cymbals, 
There was kendo sticks. There was everything else but a drum actually used in this, even though they were at ringside. Um, and Apollo Crews end up getting helped by Dabokato, who's going to be uh, Commander Aziz or something like that. We'll find that out, I think, tomorrow. Uh, if you look up the Wikipedia page for uh, Babatunde, he apparently is part Nigerian and Polish. Uh, so we'll uh, see how they play off uh, his heritage there. And uh, so they're teamed up together, almost like AJ Styles and almost uh, way, but he took out uh, Big E and we have a new Intercontinental Champion. Rhea Ripley uh, defeated Asuka in a match that kind of had some st sticky parts to it, but definitely not as bad as their match on Monday. Not sure if Rhea and Asuka gel well together. And the main event saw Roman Reigns defeat both Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan um, in the triple threat match. It was back and forth between all of them, triple threat rules, rotating people in. Concertos were dealt out by uh, Edge, but then Roman Reigns ended up dealing out a couple of concertos, tossed Edge on top of Daniel Bryan, and both all four shoulders of Daniel Bryan and Edge were on the mat, and Roman covered them. Now, a lot of people are saying that because Daniel Bryan was on the bottom, Edge was on top of Daniel Bryan, that he technically pinned Dana Bryan and should be the champion. And we're going to probably see stuff about that uh, tomorrow night on uh, SmackDown because there's some tweets about that, and Adam uh, Pierce wants to see Charles Robinson in his office tomorrow. So we'll uh, see what happens there. And that was uh, WrestleMania. We saw a couple of uh, things with Hogan and uh, Titus a little more. Uh, Bailey was also interfering on their uh, spots, and that's how her presence was seen on the show. And uh, at the end, she got tossed uh, to the side by the Bella Twins. So I don't know. Uh, I think Bailey deserved a whole lot better as well. But that was WrestleMania 37. I'll be back in just a second, and we'll talk about what happened after uh, WrestleMania 37. Sorry about that. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network. Okay, and welcome back. Uh, so, yeah, as uh, Chad uh, Peterson had uh, 
mentioned, did you watch Stone Cold special uh, with uh, Chris Jericho from AEW? Uh, yeah, I was able to actually catch that. Uh, if you have the WD Network, you can actually get it earlier uh, than after those uh, shows that they say. Because in the afternoon, they actually had it up. So I watched it before WrestleMania uh, night two. And it was a little long. Uh, it was a uh, two-hour and seven-minute uh, interview with uh, the two. Very much a uh, retrospective of Chris Jericho's career how he came in, different opponents that he had. Uh, we heard about the uh, countdown clock and everything with uh, uh, meeting up with The Rock. We heard about uh, him beating Triple H uh, for the title, but getting it stripped from him. And Vince just saying, whoa, it's okay. It'll happen. And how he ended up hearing how he was going to get the uh, title from both Rock and Austin and what happened afterwards uh, with uh, the pizza and the uh, guy at the uh, front desk of the hotel that he was at, a dusty pizza all by himself uh, after becoming the undisputed champion. Uh, Those uh, stories that have been out there uh, before. I talked a bit about uh, going over to New Japan and working with uh, Kenny Omega, um, how it was supposed to be a one-off, but then turned into something more. And, of course, on both ends of uh, the show, they talked about AEW and how it was formed. They didn't really uh, shy away from saying the uh, initials AEW. They mentioned uh, Tony Khan. They mentioned, uh, obviously, the Young Bucks, Adam Page, uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, so they mentioned all those uh, people. And, as I said, they didn't really shy away from uh, the whole thing. And... In a way, they came off as though they were, uh, Jericho was saying, oh, we were uh, competition for each other, and it's great to uh, do um, have wrestling and stuff like that. But then, of course, off uh, air, he uh, has deemed AEW the winner of the Wednesday Night Wars, uh, called himself a demo god because uh, last night they ended up getting 1.2 million uh, watchers, which... Um, I think every week has been about 1.3 million in total uh, between both shows. So there's still not everybody went over to uh, AEW that we were watching wrestling on Wednesdays. Uh, then also Jericho had on uh, Talk is Jericho, Steve Austin for about an hour and 10 minutes-ish uh, talking about his career. Uh, so they both basically did tit for tat on uh, talking with each other and being on each other's shows. Um, definitely both worth uh, watching if you're a uh, Jericho fan. I know Steven is not, but um, yeah, even if you're not a fan of Chris Jericho's, there's a lot of good uh, stuff that got put in there as well. So well worth the uh, three and a half hours I think it would take to take down both shows. Um, so yeah, I ended up listening to about 22 different podcasts all last week, along with all nine days of uh, WD action. So a little burned out from wrestling. I was happy that uh, I didn't really watch AEW last night and caught up on highlights, uh, including Mike Tyson being there and uh, being inducted as part of the inner circle with Jericho. Well, it was a uh, recorded episode, so not a lot happened. 
uh, Darby Allen ended up beating Matt Hardy, and there was a lot of extracurricular stuff going on here and there. Uh, confrontation between uh, Christian Cage and Taz and Will Hobbs. So we'll see where that's uh, going. And for whatever reason, they can't seem to wait for blood and guts to happen at uh, double or nothing. They're going to do it at uh, a regular uh, episode of Dynamite, I think, in three weeks. I think it's three weeks, May 6th. Uh, that's supposed to happen with Pinnacle against Inner Circle. And uh, so they're going to put all the blood and guts on uh, free TV instead of making you buy it. So we'll see what happens on that one. Um, yeah, looking at some of the other uh, news, Charlotte Flair uh, returned to Raw as a heel and attacked both Asuka and uh, Rhea Ripley and basically uh, complained about uh, not being in uh, WrestleMania, which I agree with her. She should have been. I was surprised her and Bailey were not. But, of course, we saw everything that happened uh, along the way. She was supposed to be against Lacey Evans, and Lacey Evans got pregnant. She was supposed to be uh, going against Asuka, but then they thought she got pregnant, and then he got COVID and was cleared, but they needed to march on not knowing how long she'd actually be out. So it does look like they're going to have a triple threat, though, uh, coming up at their next event, which, as uh, Chad is pointing out, uh, WrestleMania Backlash is going to be happening on May 16th, and that's going to be a Sunday. Um, I think I announced on the last show that it was supposed to be Money in the Bank, but it is actually going to be Backlash after all, like I uh, thought it should have been. Uh, so we'll probably see rematches like we're going to see Lashley and uh, Drew McIntyre again. But uh, yeah, so that's what's happening uh, with that. AEW mocked WD for their uh, Don't Slap Thighs uh, signs uh, recently on uh, Being the Elite. But it turns out that they have their own signs uh, posted around backstage uh, stating that spoilers cost jobs. Uh, AEW uh, goes live on Wednesdays every other week. And the following night, they record the next week's episode on Thursdays. And those results have been uh, making their way to uh, the internet, which is odd considering it's only the talent that work for AEW that are there on those Thursdays. So somebody in-house is leaking uh, results to different websites. And uh, we'll see uh, if those signs uh, stop those leaks, because if not, they're going to have to figure out something else or find that, that person. Um, I've released, has been released by AEW, uh, she feels that uh, due to her speaking out about some of the talent, uh, having issues with uh, some of the uh, producers, that uh, that cost her her job. She also complained about not wanting to put over, um, uh, what was it, sorry, uh, Thunder Rosa. Yes, Thunder Rosa. And we saw that uh, horrible match that they had uh together on Dynamite where there were some stiff shots and everything going on. Not a uh, good thing. I release, it will be gone. Who knows where she's going to end up next. Uh, Reginald ended up missing uh, both nights of WrestleMania uh, due to being sick. 
it might be a COVID issue, and uh, he was also absent on Monday. Uh, so we'll see if he shows up tomorrow on SmackDown or what his uh, role is going to be. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are still tag team champions, so he could still be there. Um, Chad is wondering, uh, might we see Bliss versus The Fiend at the next pay-per-view? Um, yeah, well, as I said, on Monday, she explained that uh, she was a little girl lost, ended up uh, finding her way thanks to The Fiend, but has now, I guess, become more powerful than The Fiend and introduced Lily, or uh, as people uh, who might know about the Dark Side cult, uh, Diablo issues. Uh, I guess one of the main sort of evil sources is also named Lilith. So this could be named after Lilith. Um, it's one of the famous uh, movie uh, props creators has uh, helped WD along the way with all the uh, props that they've been doing with uh, The Fiend and Alexa Bliss and the different masks. So we'll see. Um, I'm wondering if uh, she's got maybe somebody like Alistair Black uh, going to be uh, coming back because he hasn't been released yet, I will say. Uh, hopefully I'm not cursing him, but maybe it is a blessing in disguise in his case. But uh, they could always have her with uh, Alistair Black and uh, Black versus uh, Wyatt or Fiend could be uh, a good, uh, at least welcome back feud for Alistair. Uh, so yeah, WD switched uh, pay-per-view titles, as I said. So Money in the Bank will be next month. I'm still uh, aiming at Big E to possibly be the uh, winner of Money in the Bank since he dropped the Intercontinental title. But we'll see if he even ends up being one of the participants. And we'll make our predictions there at that time. Uh, Raw was very lackluster uh, this week, considering it's usually the famed Night after WrestleMania edition, and there wasn't a lot of uh, stuff to really go, oh my god, about. Uh, normally, there's like a title change. Sorry, again, makes you noise. Knows. Um, usually, there's a title change, there's uh, returns. The only return was the Viking experience against uh, the Hurt, uh, sorry, former Hurt Business uh, members, uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Alexander. So, not much to uh, talk about on that one. We did have the return of Charlotte, but she wasn't gone for long. And, of course, Alexa making her uh, proclamation and introducing Lily. It was with uh, Finn Balor. Sorry, looking at some of my notes. Uh, with Finn Balor uh, losing at NXT, there's a wonder if he's going to come back to the main roster of uh, Raw or SmackDown. I don't think he's actually been on SmackDown. We did see him on Raw, and his last feud was actually with The Fiend as well. So maybe Alexa Bliss with The Demon. Uh, Finn Balor. Bearing uh, on. After the Bell uh, podcast uh, this past week had Wade Barrett on it. Uh, he teased that he might be interested in putting the tights back on. He's inspired by uh, Seamus also 
uh, the way he's uh, been able to carry on. But um, he's still got a little bit in the tank, even though he's enjoying his time with NXT and doing the commentary for that. But we may or may not see the first uh, winner of the NXT uh, when it was a competition be on uh, in the ring again. If so, who would you like to see uh, that against? You can put your uh, comments in the uh, comment section. Undertaker uh, says he's also got uh, some more left in his tank, not necessarily to do that slow, methodical walk down the uh, ramp to uh, be the Undertaker, but more to give back to the business and the younger talent and share his wisdom and knowledge. So he's actually been in talks with Triple H to spend time at NXT and the PC, much like Shawn Michaels and Road Dogg are. And with Road Dogg being away for a bit, you're still hoping he uh, recovers and is able to return. But, uh, yeah, if they start using some of their knowledge that way, maybe things will get better. I just wonder uh, what will happen. Uh, you know, all these releases that just happened today, I wonder if they would ever have been released if they were properly used. You have so much on-air time that it could be used better and promote more people, or not the same people. Rotate them in. I know uh, AEW has so many people on their uh, payroll, and that's why you get like 14, 15 matches on Dark and Dark Elevation, plus about uh, six matches or so on uh, Dynamite, and they usually try and uh, stuff people in there. But uh, having people rotate would be a good thing, and be able to... Uh, change things up on that. Uh, so, yeah, I just wish uh, they'd do better. Uh, Adnan Kirk uh, is the new voice of uh, Raw. He used to work for ESPN and I believe uh, Sportsnet at one point. Uh, Tom Phillips uh, looks to be done with WD uh, as he was supposed to be part of... Uh, WrestleMania commentary, but then he might have been sick too. And uh, Michael Cole did the whole thing, so I'm not sure where uh, Tom Phillips is going to end up finding himself. Um, could the Undertaker versus Fiend? Yeah, there's so many people for the Fiend uh, to go against, but I want Taker to be one of those guys who rides off into the sunset, and we don't see again, uh, at least not getting uh, into a, an official match. Yes, Shawn Michaels uh, retired, except for that uh, match we want to forget as part of uh, the Saudi show against the Brothers of Destruction with DX, but Shawn, for the most part, stayed retired, did some super kicks, so I'm okay if Taker wants to show up and do his... Uh, uh, look and everything, and maybe do a choke slam, maybe uh, dole a tombstone, but that's it. I don't want to see any official matches with him anymore. I have too much respect for what he did for it to be even more diminished as it already started looking diminished over time by him sticking around longer. So that's the new commentary team. We'll see if there's a new uh, team or what the new team is going to be for uh, SmackDown tomorrow because uh, with 
Corey Graves being taken from SmackDown and sent over to Raw to be with uh, Adon uh, Burke and Brian uh, uh, Saxton. Uh, there should be somebody new with uh, Michael Cole. Tyler Valkyrie made her debut on uh, Tuesday on NXT, and she's going by uh, the name Frankie uh, Move, Move, I believe it is. And uh, people are making fun of it and uh, not enjoying the new name, but she's just like, guys, I picked it. And uh, she's happy with it. She uh, loves it and is uh, wanting people to stop complaining and enjoy the evolution of her uh, new character, Frankie Monet, in NXT. She already made a splash by going and confronting the NXT Women's Champion right off the bat. So we'll see uh, where that goes. Frankie Monet might not be uh, too long for NXT if uh, my thoughts on the fact that Maurice is back in uh, WWE uh, this past Monday hyping up Ms. and Mrs. But they almost looked like they were making uh, John Morrison into the third wheel, and I can see an eventual breakup there. Uh, I think Stephen and I talked about it one time. They, I'd love to see all four of them together, but if they're going to do a split, maybe Frankie Monet comes up earlier and uh, teams with John uh, Morrison or Johnny Drip Drip. And helps him out in his uh, feud with Ms. and Mrs. Uh, so NXT moved to Tuesday. And uh, they ended up getting uh, 805,000 viewers. Uh, it's a new day. So we'll see uh, if they, they can build up uh, more on that. That's still more than what they had last week on their last edition on Wednesday. Which was part one of NXT TakeOver. So if people get used to Tuesday nights being NXT night, they might uh, pick up the uh, viewers that would normally be watching AEW against them. And both shows I could see doing about 1.2 million if uh, all things go well. But all the time will tell when people get used to the new schedule of Monday to Friday having wrestling on. Uh, I mentioned about Jericho, so that's uh, done. Uh, Maurice Triple H in ring uh, contract um, as a superstar is set to expire March 20th, 2022. Uh, he apparently gets a million dollars uh, per year, but of course, I think that's uh, based on if he competes and stuff like that, which he really hasn't. Last time we saw him was in a brief brawl with uh, Randy Orton before Alexa Bliss and the Fiend end up taking over that segment but he does have some time left as a in-ring competitor he has two different contracts one is the ceo and also as a uh, talent so eventually the uh, retirement should be coming it's only a few days after uh, that expires that is wrestlemania next year in dallas he might be able to extend it and have a retirement match, maybe against AJ Styles, who wants to have a match against Triple H, or somebody else. Um, CM Punk had uh, talked about if he would come back, where uh, big matches would be uh, throughout uh, Kenny Omega with AEW. Uh, basically, 
He also said the big money match for WWE would be against Triple H. It's not his money to deal with or anything like that, so he doesn't care either way. But, you know, it probably is uh, in fans' mind Triple H versus CM Punk because people know that Triple H and Punk have a real-life uh, feud with each other, and it's the reason why Punk ended up leaving, or one of the reasons why Punk left. So that would be, obviously, the money match. But the way he always has been leaving things, and because it has been like 11 years, I mean, seven years now since he uh, last wrestled, um, he's basically put it into the corner of both AEW and WWE. Come up with the best creative, best cash, as JR likes to say. Everything comes down to the two C's, creative and cash. And if you can uh, come up with something that interests him, he's likely to sign. And I believe uh, somebody mentioned uh, that if uh, the Saudi Arabia guys hear about that, maybe uh, some cash is going to be tossed at uh, Punk to do one of those matches if uh, they ever get to go back to Saudi Arabia. Because the Prince will toss money, especially when he wanted the Ultimate Warrior and Yokozuna post-mortem to uh, be on one of his shows in Saudi. So we'll see if uh, WWE or AEW answer the sort of call. So that's all the news I have for uh, this week. And uh, just a couple things to uh, update everybody on the local scene uh, with uh, in regards to Ontario and uh, things that we're doing. Uh, taking a little bit of a break from uh, Fantasy Warfare Tournament, we need three uh, members, at least odd numbers, uh, to be a part of uh, doing that. Uh, so at the top of the show, Stephen is uh, taking a little bit of time uh, due to family uh, passing, and uh, we'll wait for him to be able to return. But if uh, you're also interested in being a part of this, let us know. We can rotate uh, guests. We can uh, put a five-person panel, seven-person panel, you name it. We want to uh, share and have other voices because sometimes we get sick of our own voice. But, um, yeah, if you're interested in the Fantasy Warfare Tournament, we uh, definitely welcome you to be a part of that. Uh, we have different topics and break it down like a tournament format to find the best of the best, at least in our opinion, using some uh, knowledge, some personal opinion, and also some stats from places like Wikipedia and uh, Google, WD, uh, AEW, you name it, uh, we'll find throughout the uh, internet uh, stats to uh, back up some of our arguments. So that's Fantasy Warfare Tournament. We uh, usually... Uh, tried to record it earlier in the week and broadcast it Wednesdays at 6. Uh, we also have uh, This Week in History. Jonesy and I go through a week at time uh, for history. And uh, this past, uh, well, actually earlier today, you would have seen April uh, 9th to the 15th and stuff that happened here. Got this uh, quick blurb. <laughs> In 
And as you see, that is for this Comeback Prediction League. Uh, it's brought to you by CoolBet. Stay cool at responsibly. And we are doing this right here. The championship belt will happen next year at this time. But you need to join us for our monthly pay-per-views that happen from AEW, WWE, NXT, NXT UK, and also Impact Wrestling. Uh, people with the most points will end up uh, going into a finals in February and March. I'll just put up the uh, details uh, here of what goes on. Uh, as I said, presented by CoolBet, stay cool, bet responsibly. Two tiers of play, pro for $25, which gets you eligible to win this uh, championship uh, belt that we got from Undisputed Belts. Uh, there's also a fun side where people can just uh, be a part of the uh, show, uh, watch along with us, and you have a chance of winning t-shirts. The people that took part in this past weekend's WrestleMania one uh, ended up winning a couple t-shirts uh, from our store at Pro Wrestling Tees, which you can go to prowrestlingtees.com and backslash scumbags wrestling. Now for the scoring, it's 10 points uh, for a win, 5 points for a no contest, and 0 points for a loss. A little bit uh, hockey uh, rules in that way with the uh, point system, and bonus points for specialty matches. So go to our Facebook page and also our uh, website, scumbagswrestling.ca, for more details on that. Now... Other things that are coming up in this world include George Mackay having an interview with uh, Maddie Rakanowski. I probably just butchered her name, but that is up right now. Plus, he also had an interview with uh, Amber Nova uh, as part of a Straight Talk uh, videos. So uh, check out George Mackay doing that. Uh, Justin Gimelite has Gilly Talks. And he welcomed Lewis uh, Carlin for of Alliance Pro Wrestling uh, Network to his show for a talk. Very Wrestling announced that they have uh, some post-lockdown plans. As people know, here in Ontario, we're in a little bit of lockdown. Uh, don't know when it's going to end. Uh, hopefully next month, but we'll wait and see. But they have some plans in Barrie for uh, returning to wrestling. And they have uh, a 30-man uh, tournament that they're going to put together. Uh, the, All o the All Ontario Cup. 30 Ontario wrestlers in a tournament uh, labeled a showcase of the best in the province. So we'll see uh, more details as they release it. That's with Barry Wrestling. Uh, go Backyard Pro, should I say, is uh, looking to do Season 3. And they've uh, re-released some of their other footage recently. I know Holden Albright and uh, Von Vertigo and all them, right now as I'm uh, talking, are doing a watch-along with uh, one of the matches from Backyard Pro. Uh, they've also shown recently uh, Psycho Mike versus The Rock. Uh, but they're looking to do uh, Season 3, so you can find out how you can be a part of it. And uh, they're looking for uh, some crowdfunding. So, check it out if you like uh, some comedy wrestling. Uh, Backyard Pro is definitely something to look forward to. Uh, they've already did two uh, seasons. A couple episodes each, but 
uh, well worth the uh, look from last year. And uh, today is Alexia Nicole's birthday, so happy birthday to Alexia Nicole. Um, that pretty much sums up everything we're doing. Oh, Stephen O'Neill has his uh, slugging with uh, Stephen and his uh, interview uh, article appears on uh, cwnonline.ca. And this week he has Kyle Boone. Uh, so the wave maker, one of uh, the Wrestle Factory students, and probably one of the best uh, that have come out of the factory. Uh, a lot of talent has come out of there, and there's a very good upside for uh, Kyle. So uh, definitely check out Slugging with Stephen O'Neill, and it's happening on cwnonline.ca. Uh, it comes out every Tuesday. He's also done recently uh, Splash and Suave, uh, Holden Albright. I believe there's Gabriel Foyza, Alexi Nicole, uh, Von Vertigo, I think, is also there. There's a whole bunch to uh, check out if you have not checked out any of his stuff before. And, uh, yeah, a couple of final things with the Johnners Podcasting Network is a sponsor of uh, the Russell Carnival in uh, the UK, and they also have a deal with Graps. So go to uh, grapsapparel.com and use our uh, promo code JOHNERS, and you can get 15% off. So if you are interested in Graps Apparel, go there and support uh, them, and also use the code JOHNERS to get 15% off your apparel. And speaking of Johnner's Podcasting Network, right here on the screen, you can see a whole lot of different uh, podcasts that are there. I believe there's about 28. Uh, I didn't fully count. Uh, they just recently added Jofo in the ring. There's the call-up, uh, work left side, Gil Me Talks, Straight Talk, uh, Wrestling with George McKay, Rewind, recap, relive. There's uh, it's time to fight the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network, uh, Russell Carnival, as I said, which is sponsor of uh, or sponsored by the Johnners. Uh, there's Knights of the Squared Circle with our friend Ryan Knight over in uh, Stratford. There's so many different uh, ones to uh, look up. Uh, Bob Culture Podcast. There's the Grapple Chat. You name it, there's Wrestling with Johnners, a live podcast with John Scott, and the Kyle Wrestling Podcast. So if you look at these, I know I'm missing a few Turnbuckle Arms podcasts, and uh, you can uh, go check it out. 27 different, uh, or 28 now, different shows, part of the Johnners Podcasting Network, and go to wrestlingwithjohners.com. It's collaboration over competition. And, of course, we'll be back here next Thursday with more wrestling news and update on uh, Impact Wrestling's uh, next event, which is part of the uh, Scumbags Prediction Network. And, oh, here we go. The new WWE game is coming soon. Oh, yes, there was a new uh, ad for 2K22. Thank you, Chad, for that reminder. Uh, more details of that are coming out soon if you are a gamer 
and wanting a new WWE game uh, since Battlezone came out. So we will see you on our other podcasts in the coming weeks and days. Have a great night. Brady here. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network.